you are live. Abinat is the Black and Blood Tune of Fat with me, Kev Dillon, Craig uh-huh. Pinches, Lee Cadman, and Aaron Jim. Now, just before I get started into our, um, our first row of court for Thursday, I'd just like to give my deepest condolences to one of our boxing brothers, Paul Smith from Merrydale, who unfortunately lost his uh, battle with cancer. He was a remarkable man. He shared my views in so many things with um, the, mel- um, the mental well being of his boxers. So sending all my love from the Lions Boxing Club and the Midlands to Merrydale. Now today, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be talking about tears, <laughs> tears for fears, or are all these tears giving you tears? With all the regulations constantly changing about, are we in a lockdown, are we in level three or two? As people know, people in uh, most of the West Midlands and the Black Country in Birmingham are now in tier three. And with them saying all gyms can open, but that's like we're weightlifting gyms. That doesn't include like boxing gyms like ourselves, where we can run classes. And Craig said something off the air just. He's saying human beings are great at adapting. But the problem is with the situation at the moment, every day we're having to learn to adapt to something else. There's no certainty. Have we got work? We've got childcare. My kids going to school. And I think it's a constant insecurity that's sending us mad. I mean, I personally, I'm, I've had a real tough week this week. The depression, not, I've had my first washing Sunday today, just finding that motivation to get yourself up and ready to face the world. And I know where that leads to. One day turns to the next. I'm lucky that I've pulled myself out with loving care from friends and family. But I know how that can lead. When you're down that rabbit hole, not often uh, say it's like the dark room, it's all right if you just nip in, nip out. But the longer you're in there, that room turns into a maze. And longer you're in there, it's harder to find your way out. So how, how have you always been, Craig? Oh, you put me on the spot, mate. Um, said, yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm cool. I've been pretty much the same. And I think what gets to me as well, which I know it's going to be an obvious subject because of like, it's just a once in a, a generational thing that this, this kind of thing is going to happen. But this conversation, you know, you go to the school, all you're hearing about is COVID and the regulations and the tears and this and the other. You go to your parents' house and that's all you're hearing, or you're Minaldi and that's all you're hearing, or you're Minazda. And I think with myself, like, I like to say something and move on. I feel like everything keeps repeating itself. And I know that it's going to because it, it's a big thing in our life at the minute. But I think that starts to that starts to get you down a little bit as well. You know, when you try and have a conversation with someone and then you're hearing about tier three and you're hearing about this, that and the other. And then you think, oh, that conversation is done. You move on to the next person and you regurgitate that same exact conversation. And it feels like all day frustration builds, which never, ever helps. You know, when you're frustrated and something monotonous is keep being spoken at you or to you or amongst yourselves. I feel like that brings that brings you down as well. It does me anyway, and that that you know maybe that contributes to the way I've been feeling lately as well. I feel like it's when you're at a boxing show and you've got yourself ready. You've had weeks of preparation for a fight. You turn up, you jump on the scales, you wait around, and he goes. He's on his way, and just before you get uh, you're getting warmed up, you're getting ready for the thing, then someone goes, "Oh no, he's gone home." So you've got all that adrenaline that's pumping through your veins. And then what do I do with it? And I feel like that's how this year's kind of been. We're coming out of lockdown. Oh, 
we're at lockdown, we've got to do this. All right, then we adapt and then it changes. So it's that adrenaline and knowing what to do with it. And I think that's where the anxiety, the uncertainty keeps bubbling up. I know with myself. How about you, Aaron? What do you think? Yeah, I think um, just to touch on a few things, actually, Kev, before we went live, you were, you were explaining how you were feeling um, and like not having a goal or a purpose and stuff. And I think that's definitely one of the things that a lot of people are, are, are struggling with. Uh, I, I struggle myself if I don't have a goal. So I've been... I'd say this lockdown has definitely been a lot worse for me than the first lockdown. I think I was, I was, I was happy the first lockdown. I was like, this is brilliant. You know, just stay at home and I was, I was exercising. I was getting everything done. I struggled in this one until probably the last few days, but obviously I've just been really busy because we've got, we've got a goal. We're trying to get something out the door and it keeps me at least motivated and going, going forward. But it has been tough. I think, I think you guys have hit the nail on the head there. It's not being able to know what we're supposed to adapt to. Because as human beings, yeah, we can adapt pretty quickly. If you just tell us what to do, we'll cry about it for a few days and then we kind of just, you know, grin and bear it until we have to. But I think it is that uncertainty of, well, this tier three thing, like what does that, what does it actually mean? I don't even think people know what it means, to be honest. It's, it's so like, I don't think the government know what they're doing. I think for me, I've just taken the positive that at least I can get out to the gym and that will at least some way enhance me from where I am. So I'm trying to take the gratitude perspective of it is, Okay, it's been really shit for four weeks, really been like mentally and physically for myself, but at least now I have something to look forward to next Wednesday. And then hopefully I can start playing football where I can see friends and stuff. But yeah, I sympathise. I sympathise even with yourself now. You've obviously mentioned this is a tough week and it's been it's been the better of my out of the four weeks, it's been the best week I've had. But I've not been present. I've not been present for you. I know we haven't caught up on, on the phone conversations and stuff. I've not really caught up with anyone because I've just been in that whirlwind and then you feel that sense of guilt now like listening back to what you guys are going through you know apologies for not being there and I just think it's it's hitting people at different times do you know what I mean like a week ago I didn't want to talk to no one and it's just you know hopefully you're feeling a bit better now I think I think sorry yeah I was just going to say to touch up on that like you feel a bit bad for you know after hearing what people have gone through but you know if it eases your mind at all I wouldn't have spoke to you, you know. Mm. I, I still wouldn't. If I feel like it tonight, I, I wouldn't want to speak to you. But I understand where you're coming from because I know you've been quiet, like, not just on the group or mm. or whatever. You've been, I know you're busy as well. Um, but you go through things and of not course. once have I turned around to you and said, I'm your good, Aaron. Mm. And, I, and I, and that's because I've not been feeling myself at all either and I think what we do is we we become reclusive you know the government's telling you to stay in and keep yourself to yourself and that's what we want to do but we don't want to do it in, in the way they want us to do it so we want to be out there amongst the people but within ourselves if that does that make any sense no, no, I think we, we, we're just like we're just living we're living on contradictory terms whether it's in real life or mentally or emotionally it's like what's going to happen at Christmas. We're all in tier three now. Mm-hmm. On the 23rd, you know, then we can go and have street parties, right? They're saying, oh, we can only have, I don't know, 15, how many people then? That, that's, I mean, I personally, we've decided we're not going to do that this year. You know, it's just one day. But my birthday, Kevin, is coming up. My brother's birthday, New Year's Day, Christmas. So it's a big family time for us. But we're going to be safe. You know, we're going to be safe. I feel like if this lockdown hadn't happened, we could have done what we're doing anyway, being sensible, seeing people. But once again, it's just that constant high alert. And that's why I want to talk about this today, not to feel, oh, so poor Kev and all this bollocks. It's to show that 
us blokes can talk about it like we're doing now. And I think that's what we, this is why we started, just to have frank, um, honest conversations. So hopefully you lot too. Uh, Lee, anything you want to chime in with? Yeah, it's a confusing time, and it's uh, like I've, I've I've looked at all these tiers today and what it actually means, but nowhere in it does it say how you move from one tier to the other. So there's no goal. There's no there's no uh, and you look at the way they've done the tiers, and you can't work that out either. You know, the the infection rate is the same in some places, but they're in a lower tier. So how how do we work it? How do we how do we move down? And, I don't know. It's all it's very confusing. Like, when they say the gyms are open, we can't do like we run the boxing. Surely it'd be safer to have uh, a coach there, and as soon as Lee's punched the bag, then a wipe it down, and Aaron punches it. To have one coach looking after a class or several coaches, whatever the thing, like a boxing gym. Whereas if it's just, you can go and lift up the weights, how do I know it's been cleaned properly and I'll go and pick it up? Then you're going on individuals' courtesy instead of a gaffer looking after the gym. I think, like, I think the, the problem is, and I did this to start with, you know, with the first lockdown. I, I was very involved. I was very pissed off about panic buyers. And I was very, like, what's the point in this? What's the sense of that? That ain't right. That ain't. And I think what I've learned to do now is bite my tongue for the most part and even try and like erase it from my mind to find any kind of logic with what's going on now. Because me, I'm I'm over analytical. You know, once I get a grasp on something, I think I need to find logic within that. I'll try and I'll try and then I'll get pissed off that whatever they're doing is no logic, whether it's people or governments or, you know, even myself. And I'm having to have to learn to say, you know what, whatever they're doing, let them carry on. I'm going to live how I'm going to live. I'm going to be courteous. I'm going to be mindful. But I'm still going to, I'm going to pay no mind to any of that. Because when I read tier systems and when I read regulations, oh, you, your kids can go to school and chew on the same pencil end and then come back home to the family. But then they call go to that family's house to play with them. You know, when you try and find logic in something like this, it, people like myself anyway, you're just going to blow your own mind just trying to think. You're going to have a lot of sleepless nights trying to get a grasp on it. So you got to try and just let let it be. I feel that's what's sending us um, into depression, anxiety, and just generally around the bend. Because normally you go to work, you go to the gym, you go to the pub, you go on public transport to get to work. But at the moment, we're just in our own heads. And I think, uh, that that that's the worst place, you know. I'd rather have a fight with Mike Tyson than have a fight with my own mind. My own mind knows what I'm frightened about. It knows what I worry about. It knows what I'm anxious about. And you can't escape that fight. And that's you know that's one of the worst fights to be in when you're in a dark place. I think, like, I think I'm, I want to go back to Aaron based on what Aaron said as well, because uh, I have a question for you. Really, is you know, you're busy, you've, you know, you've got something that you're ready to get out the gate. You can mention in a minute anyway, uh, let the audience know what it is. But my question to you is, is how have you managed, you say that motivates you and that keeps you going. Now to me, I don't know if it's a character trait, but that would overwhelm me and I'd think I, I call focus on that right now. So how do you keep motivated with that as opposed to letting it be another thing that you want to like shut off a little bit. I think um, I think it might be a personality trait of mine. I'm just very much. 
I'm an all or nothing character. I'd always like to see progression. So whether that's in the gym, whether that's in my work, whether that's in my self-development in terms of how many books and stuff I read, I always want to try and be better. So for me, actually switching off and sitting here with my thoughts, it's, it's the last thing I want to do. Not just because I don't want to be in my own head, but like if I have to play PlayStation, 10 minutes in, I'm, I'm instantly feeling guilty that I could actually be moving myself forward. But one of, one of my key things, at least for my own values, is to create some form of legacy. And that is, in, at least in my mind, is the way I can create that and make it the best possible legacy, it would always be by give, leaving it all on the field. So that's why I need these goals to keep me motivated because otherwise I don't want to get to the end of my life and think, you know what, you wasted 50% of your potential here and there. So touching on what you were saying in terms of what we're creating, there was two days this week, I felt like absolute crap. Like, like it was the worst two days I probably had in the four weeks. And I was like emotional, I was struggling a bit with grief and stuff. And then I, I, I kind of come over that because I was like, hold on a minute, you're about to create something that is effectively going to enhance people's well-being. Like, there, there isn't the science behind it. You take it, you're going to get better, basically. And that, for me, is something that if that continues on, I, I can then sleep at night knowing we put something into every household in the, in, in the world that's helping people. So, again, it's just negotiate, negotiating with my mind. I need to think of how can I negotiate this morning to make myself get out of bed to then go to sleep at night comfortable knowing I left it all on the field. I still get overwhelmed, I still get anxiety. There's still some days where I feel like I'm, like I'm not moving, I'm not productive, I'm not doing anything, but I have to just keep looking at my intrinsic goals and then obviously then it just comes down to discipline. I'm, I believe I'm quite a disciplined person. I work a lot on structure and habit for the last, I'd say since I was 25, I really started to turn my life around. So nine years, there's certain routines in my life I have to have and when I have them, I just naturally feel better. And that's why, like, with the gym next week, it's just something to keep me excited. So I'm like, do you know what I mean? It keeps me going. But it's just my personality type, I suppose. No, I think that's, like, it's disciplined. And, like, that's, that's the key point there as well, isn't it? It's, you've got to be disciplined within yourself. Mm. Sorry, I think structure is so important to humans, whether it's I wake up, I have a wash, I go to the shops, I buy a newspaper, I go and say hello to my mum. And I think at the moment, when so many of our familiar familiarities have been taken away from us when we've just been left to sit and rust. Like this lockdown been so much harder because the first one, we were all in it together. Mm. As hard it was, uh, like my wife worked from upstairs from home, as hard as it was having Jasmine all the time, this had company. This time, being on my Todd all day, and you sit there, like, I love being lazy, I love watching TV after I've worked, after I've trained, after, I've, you know, that's my body's recovering. But this time, I'm just you know, feeling like I've just been left out on the shelf. Yeah, I think like with with that, it's like, it's like with anything, like you say, with structure, we need structure to some point. It's like with music, you know, if you have a chorus, then half a verse, then a chorus, then a bridge, then half a chorus, then it's it's scattered and your mind just can't, can't keep up with it, can't make sense, or a movie. You know, you have an introduction and then it slowly builds to suspense and then it resolves, you know we're having no resolve at the minute and we're having no build-up. It's sort of like extremes. You can, you can't, you can, you can't. And I think like without that structure, without that, you know, suspense and then a resolve, we're constantly going to be looking for the storyline and the plot. And I think that's what we're struggling with, the inconsistency of the movie, we'll say. The, the brilliance of a weekend is you've had a hard week, so you have two days to recover. Whereas at the moment, <laughs> there's nothing to look forward to. I think um, I'll just say now, I'm 
if I can read it, Sky Stewart said, hope hope you are all well. So thank you for the comments, Sky. Yeah, happy new Sky. If anyone else um, would like to write in, send a message uh, to either say how they think the, um, the tears or how it's affected them, because we want you to be a part of the conversation. Or if you've got any um, any suggestions for our first report for Thursday, next Thursday, please send them in at any time. And could could we um like even just saying now why people if if people are going to comment in, if Aaron don't mind like actually letting us know what it is that you've got that's going to be released that's going out the gate. Yeah, sure. So I I, I spoke with Kev briefly about this earlier, and I think it. It'll definitely help the Black Country Blokes as a podcast and for the work that we're doing as well to help support it. So myself and my wife, 15 months ago, we basically, there's, there's quite a few reasons behind the, the formation of it. But one of my things is that I, as much as we help people with their mental health in podcasts like this or Find Your Voice, for example, I would love something that if somebody doesn't listen to this or doesn't you know, find this appealing, for example, they could take on a daily basis that's convenient and it's affordable. And because I think that that appeals to the mass market. So what we've effectively done with her like pharmaceutical knowledge and stuff is we formulated two blends. So they're like super, one's a super green and one's a super red blend effectively. And within that, what we've done is we've kept it 100% natural, vegan accredited, um, non-GMO. There's no nasties or anything. It's 100% organic as well. And it's it's just seven things that if you take them on a daily basis, it can it reduces your cortisol. It alleviates it increases calmness it alleviates some level of anxiety it's not going to solve anxiety but it can definitely help if you get get it into your bloodstream and you have it for 30 days and it's just something that i i'm so confident and obviously with her pharmaceutical background as well is that if somebody took this for 30 days you will see instant effects so i was a guinea pig about for about three or four months ago and we were trying them so we were sampling them but we were also trying to make sure they don't taste like crap because most green blends and stuff and anything good for you generally speaking tastes like you don't want to have it again so we had to make it palatable and we tried all that and I took it for 44 days and for 44 days I wasn't ill and if anyone knows me I've got an immune system like like no other like my immune system is really bad I'm always ill so that's what we're literally launching like 12 o'clock and it's been non-stop I mean even now she's just gone off on the phone now we're just trying to get that done but that's something that we hope and we're happy to do I, I sat with the wife and we said the profits that we get from a sale Anyone who buys it from the black country, so we can like make a discount code like BCB, for example, will donate that profit straight back into black country blokes. And then we can either use that if we need to improve something, if we need subscriptions for the podcast, because obviously that costs for the hosting, or we can make a decision at the end of the month or six months, guys, why don't we either donate this somewhere else to somebody more needy if we don't need it? Because as much as profit obviously keeps a business going, our main thing is if we can get this into as many houses as possible, at least it's giving them, it's giving them a one percent better, better chance of being happier and healthier. If that makes sense. So it's yeah, it's called Health Excel. I should probably mention that Health Excel is the main name for it. So it's Health X C E L. Uh, I'm shit at marketing, by the way. But um, but yeah, that's it. So that's what I want to kind of bring up. Um, I'll obviously send you guys some as well samples. Try them. Just try and incorporate every morning. You've got nothing to lose basically by taking it. It's only going to enhance your health. So hopefully we can offer that to anyone listening as well. We need something to get us through this uh, tier system. Maybe that's the key. Well, I was, I was laughing. That's something we'll have to try next Wednesday. But, um, <laughs> but, but I was laughing because I was like, obviously with Pfizer and stuff and with the immunity, I was like, sometimes there's a lot of natural stuff out there as well. I'm not saying this is the cure for everything, but 
stuff like we've got ashwagandha in there, we've got moringa. These are all natural herbs sourced from all over the world, which is why it took us 15 months to do this. There's scientific studies shown that they they reduce people's anxiety. They they balance your hormones. Stuff like people with depression, anxiety. That's where that's why we're, we're struggling all the time. So for me, it's just it's a no-brainer for me. I mean, I I have it obviously every day as as a guinea pig, but if somebody was interested, then obviously it's it's there for them. So is this um is this sorry, Kev? Is this is this a supplement? Is it a, a meal replace? Is it no, to, so it's a, to go effectively along? like a supplement? So you know, rather than take um, multivitamins, which a lot of people take, you'll find they're synthetic, so they're not actually natural, and they don't actually get into your bloodstream. So I used to take Wellman's tablets, which were really really expensive, but the potency of them, i.e the effects of them were really low. So with this, you can put it into your water. Me and Kev are going to try it with vodka next week. You can put it into soups. You can put it into your cooking. Because it's, because it's palatable, it's really not got a flavour. It's quite like natural tasting. So we've used like a natural superfood food called lacuma, which is a fruit, which kind of takes away the horrible taste. But it's, again, it's 100% natural and it's a fruit. So mix it in anything, um, warm water, hot water, soups, everything. And you know at the end of that day, you've taken something that's going to benefit you mentally and physically. And I think that's a lot to do with the mental health and the physical health. It's about what the we link. put into our into our diet, whether it's poison or fast food, alcohol, and all that, or if it's mental health diet, as in watching the news and seeing all the sorrows going around us. So we have to be careful what we're taking in to our to our bodies and to our souls. Mm-hmm. You are you are what you consume. It, it, it took me a while to understand that when people used to say you are what you eat. And I used to think, like, am I going to be an apple if I eat, eat an apple? Or am I going to, you know, and I think what they mean by that, if I've grasped it properly, is if you eat shit, you're going to feel shit, you're going to be shit. Um, but we have actually got already, Aaron, is Julie Bob Dylan said, how do we order it? Pindy, forgive me if I say your name wrong, Pindico, Pindico, uh, can I order some too? And Emma Watton, I think it is my eyes and crap. Amazing. How can I order, please? Amanda Ripper. That sounds great. How do I also order yeah. some? So, okay. you know, I'll, we'll flash them up for you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you for that. So, obviously, the website hopefully goes live 12 o'clock tonight. Um, the wife's working on it now. What We need to just create a discount code. So, if we just agree, if it's all right with you guys, if everyone types in BCB at the checkout, for example, we'll knock off a discount and then any of that profit that myself and my wife will make. Again, we'll pack everything and stuff. We're going to donate directly to the show. And then we can obviously show that on a monthly basis that it's going to a better place. So however we want to choose, we can obviously have that conversation between ourselves. Or if anyone has any suggestions, you know, if there's there's people out there who need it more than us, by all means, you know, we're, we're all very fortunate. We've all got stuff. Because again, the main thing with this is get it into more households to help improve more people. So the website is www.healthhea testing me now l t h the letter x c e l so that's how it's called put, put that put that in the comments Aaron, so people okay. can uh, yeah that's probably it. easier yeah because i don't know how to work this stream thing i even missed <laughs> yeah, the intro no off i bet lee was shouting at me man because i didn't even put the intro on but I'm, I'm new to this setting up but already i think it's important to note as well like keeping with the theme what we started speaking about and also sort of like helping market your 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 new product i think if you can put good into your body it may alleviate some of that stress and it may reduce some of it by no means is it going to be a magic formula you know you're going to take it and and you're going to be transformed because it's it's all in you know 
it's all down to yourself. But you, you're giving your body and your mind one less thing to worry about and to combat by putting better things into your body, isn't you? Absolutely, absolutely. And I remember, Kev, I think we spoke about 12 months ago when, when I was starting this process and I was saying, like, it'd be great to get on the podcast. It's something that I, I do on the Find Your Voice as well. But, um, yeah, I'll, I'll put it in the links. I don't want to keep talking about it because I don't want it to be like a marketing thing. But I genuinely feel, like, hand on my heart, I would never, ever put anything out there in the universe. And you can do all the research that it will help whoever takes it and you know in in these times i think any advantage we can get is is, is beneficial beneficial for all of us definitely and by the way since aaron's here and he's uh with the black country blokes now on tiktok as well we don't are, worry yeah. i won't be doing any dad <laughs> dancing <laughs> yeah oh. absolutely so i think it's under the black country blokes is the name so if you're on tiktok Check it out. It's it's mainly Kev dropping words of wisdom um, at the minute. But I think Craig, you were saying you're going to do some Lee if you're up for it. I might I might stay out of it and leave it to you guys. But again, it's a great platform. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I hate the social media thing. I tried it last time when you said TikTok was there's one to get on, and I I tried a couple and I thought nah, it, I just hate it. You know, I feel like feel like a dick i ain't gonna lie no offense to tiktokers out there but i feel like you've got to you got to have it about yeah but i do need to start doing i do need to start doing something if not just to make a fool of myself you know <laughs> well is, has anyone got anything else to say about the um the, the tears tonight oh, mate, it, it, it baffles me lee looks like he's got something to say though <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, right? No, I think all that's been said. I mean, I don't think anyone understands it. I think that's the, the main <laughs> issue with it all. Are, are we actually out of lockdown in tier three? Is there any difference? Mate, no, I don't think so. You can go and have your haircut now if you want. Yeah, I've, I've actually booked one. That's why I'm wearing <laughs> this hat at the minute. Look at state. My mum and sister started quitting mine because I. I've always been fussy over the years. I'll, I'll stick to one barber for years and years and years. And then, like, since all this, for months, I never, ever let anyone touch my hair because, granted, it grows back in two weeks. But, you know, when you have your hair cut, that's when you feel fresh. You know, if you don't feel Absolutely. fresh any other time of the month or the year, when you have your hair cut and the barber massages your head, not that Ramin does that for me. I mean, and Jay is big out, you know, shout to them. Um, but Jade started cutting it for months and I've I've been in the thing, I thought, you know what? It's either look like castaway or it's let the missus cut the air and it's, it's doing better. But how important <laughs> how important is that, Craig? Like for a guy as well, I don't know, I'm sure this is probably across the board. Just having a trim or even having a shave or shaping up, you instantly just feel better about yourself. Or like when oh, you, mate. you get changing new clothes, for example. Well my brother You, you, um, you do? Ben Taylor from R R N L Judgment Barbers. He uh, every year he used to before all this nonsense go to um, got homeless people's hair for free. He said the transformation was unbelievable. You know, just a trim, a shave, a bit of aftershave on. They're a different bloke. It gives them that urge to go and apply for that job. And and I think that's important because, like you say, if you've had long hair, even if it's not mega long, you know, and then you go. You go and have a cut and you have a chat and whatever else. I mean, when I started going to mar- the barbers initially, um, it's been about five or six years ago now, this one, you know, he, he did the thing where he burnt the ears off your ears and everything. I walked out there like a pampered celebrity. You know, I really did. But 
like you say, if you're in a ship mood and you have your air cut and then it's, it's styled, even if it's not like mega styled, like a Joey Essex style, you, you instantly feel better. And I suppose that's, that's self-care. And I think we Absolutely. overlook that. We, we overlook the fact that if you take pride in your appearance or even if you don't feel like it, if you get up, have a wash, make the effort, automatically you feel better than you would if you was in your snugs on the settee, you know, watching chip films all day. Absolutely. Self-care is exactly what you said, Craig. It's also sleeping enough at night. It's hydrating. It's having conversations with people you love or important conversations. It's eating the right foods. It's actually a combination of everything. So the more of that you can kind of implement in your life, then I always, I always find, at least for myself, the happier I generally feel in the day. So there's no like one pill that fixes everything. But definitely, I, I definitely agree with that. And I think that's going back to the point of, well, this episode, like uh, Kev was saying and yourself earlier, we don't have much of that to really do, especially for yourself, Kev. You're just sitting at home and it's like, well, where do I get my dose of, I suppose, self-love? As a natural extrovert, you're not able to see people, you're not able to train people or help people. You're not able to go out and, to the barbers and get, get a trim, for example, or socialise. And that's, I think, where we're really struggling. Look, well, everyone, really. What's the, chemi- what's the chemical ox- oxytocin? Well, you get that. That's released by a smile. You see someone when you're generous to people, you get that natural um, that boost of uh, hormones. At the moment, it ain't low. That is it. I mean, I love doing this every Tuesday and mm. Thursday and just having that where we're just having a rattle. It's different, isn't it? Absolutely. Are you referring think... to endorphins? No, you've got endorphins. endorphins. You've got endorphins, but then um, oxy-something. Uh, Oxymoron. No, no, I'm an oxymoron. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, because you've got dopamine, endorphins, there's oxy something, oxy. If someone knows it, put it in. But that, that's like the goodwill thing. I think um, I'm only going something a minute. I think you're right. Sky Stewart has put, it's vital everyone needs to take time for their self-care. And I think, you know, it, it is. And just so as people take something tangible away from like tonight's episode, if each one of us could just say one thing that they'd advise or they'd suggest someone can do or someone can think or whatever else to like reassure themselves about self-care and, and to practice it every day. And even if people put something in the comments, what's one thing you'd do, Kev, or advise? For myself or for... What, 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 what do you think is important? Say like... I'd say as part of self-care, I'd try more on focusing, you know, on, on what's good in my life and what's good about life as opposed to what's eating me up inside, you know, because y- your thoughts are, are a big part of like self-care and blocking the right ones, blocking the wrong ones out and inviting the right ones in is a big part of self-care. So what, what would you do? Stay in touch with people. Because when you're left on your own thoughts, that's when um, you think about it. I always think when you live in your own head, you don't think about, oh, bloody hell, do you remember when um, we were all having a laugh? Do you remember when uh, so-and-so in the ABA? Remember my wedding day? One of the best days of my life. When we live in our own head, do you remember when he Judas me? Or do you remember when she broke my heart? Or do you remember when I... So when we're in that dark place, we often look towards the dark side instead of the positive sides. So someone told me once, listen to your favourite music and feel there, because that'll take you instantly back there. Or... Surround your house by positive photos. At that moment, you look at it. 
you're backing that place. And if you can, this is easier when you're in a good frame of mind than a bad frame of mind. Send yourself a voice note or write it down. Three positive things that have happened within that day. Aaron? I think um, how we talk to ourselves. So the way, the way I always say it is try and talk to yourself the way you would talk to your mum or your child. For example, we're a lot more loving and kinder to our loved ones than we are to ourselves. For example, if your child does something bad, you're less likely to you know, demonise them or say something nasty. Whereas if it's yourself, we're quite overly critical of ourselves. Especially myself, I'm probably like, I mean, simple, simple um, examples when I'm on a football pitch. I mean, the way I speak to myself, sometimes you think, you know, I'm a, I hate myself kind of thing. And that, I, I take that energy with me back and it's, it's not a healthy place. If anything, we should be probably more kinder to ourselves than we are to other people because I think that would translate as well and help us. I think that's important as well. Uh, before I come to you, Lee, I've, bloody hell, I'm feeling like the host here. So you're doing, you're doing a good a, job, to be honest. You're doing well. On a bit of a power trip since I've messed <laughs> the intro up. Um, yeah, I've, I read some. I think I read it or I heard someone say that you know, even when people are like laughing at you, in, even in like a banter or tongue-in-cheek kind of way, like "Are oh, you ugly?" or "Are oh, you this?" and the other, it's important to either stop them dead in the tracks or not engage in that because I read that your subconscious, your mind and your body don't, they can't differ between jokes and, and reality. So you're absorbing those words and that energy from, from people, even if it's in tongue and cheek and it's, it's resonating with you and your subconscious, even when you don't believe it is. So it's important to, if, if you're going to laugh at your own expense, just understand that it's going to lie with you if, if you're not fully happy with the situation they say that your conscious mind is the filter where you go no no I, I know what's right and what is wrong but your subconscious is just a sponge that takes in every bit of knowledge smell sound feeling and it just absorbs everything whereas your conscious can go no 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 I, I, I don't believe that so you're right be careful what you're listening to Lee You've had enough time to think about it now, mate. <laughs> Thank you. Um, well, I think it kind of ties everything in, but self-loathing, you know, I think we, we can spend way too much time self-loathing and procrastinating about what we've got to do instead of getting it done. And I think sometimes to help yourself out more is go out, uh, get out of bed, get those things done and tick them off that list instead of having them there bothering you. Uh, and that's important because how many times do you think, oh, I've still got to do this. Oh, I've still got to do this. I was on about this to someone the other day and you'd be like, instead of just saying, I'm, I've done it, you've got to, I've got to do it, but I call me So I've got to file some like official documents for our label. But I know I've got a window with HMRC till June next year. And it was June, I, I could have filed him. So I, I've still not done it. And the, there's one thing holding me up and it's something as stupid as I've got no printer ink. But every day, pretty much, I'll think about that formality I've still got to do instead of just ordering the ink, getting all the stuff printed off I need to and dealing with the formality. You know, and procrastination, that's, it's, it's a curse. I mean, you say tomorrow, I'll do it tomorrow. And my dad always used to say to me, tomorrow never comes. I would say, yeah, it does. And he'd say, name me one day of the week that is called tomorrow. And I think if you look at it like that, just get your shit done and you've not got to think about it and think about it. 
you know, you'll you'll probably find yourself, and you know, with a clearer thought. You know, you're not backlogged with with old shitty files in in your memory system. You should have saved that for the quote. <laughs> I, I ain't doing a quote, Kev. I've I've hosted, mate. I've. <laughs> God, working it, Craig, doing all that. <laughs> No, all you got to do is just miss the intro off. That's it. Just lightens <laughs> the load. <laughs> well, guys, I'll probably put that on the outro. <laughs> well, on Tuesday, same time, we're going to be joined by Paul Boggy. Is that how pronounced Lee? Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. Paul Boggy has got such an interesting story. He's just brought out a book, Ex Heroin User, Ex Squaddy. And I'll be telling us about uh, how he's gone from A to Z. So that'll be Tuesday at 7.30. So a yeah. quote, quick quote. Has anyone got one or? I've just thought of one on the spot. Go on. First, Sky Stewart said first, thank you for all the comments tonight as well, by the way. It's been nice to have having people, you know, communicate with us and, and you know, interact. She said, no day called tomorrow. You know, and that's, it's very true. And that's what my dad's always taught me growing up. And the quote I've just thought of, if I can remember it now, is if you have nothing nice to say, then don't say it to yourself. So until we see each other next time, until we see each other next time, take care of yourselves and each other. To our bit. Yeah, to our bit when I find the outro. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a wrap for another show but if there are any comments or messages that you'd like us to read out for our next podcast please be in touch there are also lots of different organisations at the bottom of this page and hopefully they can help you or someone you care about please share this to spread the word until we talk next time ta-ra-ra-bit listen, listen, listen